Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And uh, we have a show today dedicated to a, um, a House Judiciary committee meeting on hate crimes yeah right so you, we you seem to have trouble actually I deciding how you want to describe i know right <laughs> i don't even know how to uh so the reason that i wanted to do this jc is two well maybe threefold so number one it's important that we as the american people watch these things yeah i agree with that absolutely important that we watch these things yeah, because think, they are so revealing yeah that's so i think uh, i would echo that in, in saying that i think cnn is utter garbage yes but i think c-span mm-hmm. it, when it shows these hearings is right. a very valuable service to the american people and so we're going to be reviewing this on c-span now, um, please have some grace and mercy for Chris Ann Hall, who is not a producer or a production artist. I'm doing the best that I can here. And I actually, JC, you know how this technology stuff works. I actually downloaded the C-SPAN entire video to make clips out of it. Halfway through, the video went So I didn't even get it. So I do have some clips. And I want to start out because, number one, we have to watch these things because they're very telling. Number two, they are not only telling from a a, uh, production perspective what our Congress is up to is what I'm trying to say. But it's also... Uh, telling of a political perspective on how absolutely, completely politically consumed our representatives are. We can't even talk about a cultural issue in America. Let me say we. Our Congress cannot even talk about a cultural issue in America without becoming completely, completely consumed with politics. Yeah, political particularly the Democrats, and then it puts the, like in this particular yeah. hearing, it put the Republicans on, on, defense. on you know, having to answer this. Mm-hmm. 
And so it turns almost the whole thing political. And what's and, and then the third reason is we've got to be able to identify these people and the driven narrative, as Candace Owens points out in this thing, uh, the driven narrative that is is created by these political biases. I you know, it's almost like a I, I hate to to offend anybody, but it's almost like a political Tourette's. These people cannot speak. They cannot absolutely think without injecting some political bias in there. And in the same time, JC, they turn around and condemn each other for being politically biased. Right. You, you might not want to use a Tourette's thing. There was a guy at the hearing actually with Tourette's. It's probably not a good way oh, to characterize. Sorry. Was that, is that what was the problem was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just thought he beginning. was particularly jittery. No, I missed no, no. that no, part. Yeah, he, he had Tourette's. <laughs> oh. Bless his heart. I did not know that. So that was a bad comparison for me. But nonetheless, what I'm trying to say is they cannot do anything without injecting yeah, political it, it bias. Com it comes out. It seems like it's uncontrollable is what you're trying yeah. to say. Uncontrollable. It's in places where it doesn't even no. relate. It doesn't okay. even belong. Yeah. So but we're going to start crazy. this with the committee chairman, Jerry Nadler, Nadler, who is a Democrat from New York. And we're also going to hear in the beginning from Doug Collins, who's a Republican, who's the, the minority leader uh, for this committee yeah. from Georgia. Okay? Which is what they call ranking member. Ranking member. So if you're not, you're not in the majority party, but you're the top guy on the other side, and then they call him ranking right, member. Right. So I, I, Nadler says some very in, in, telling things because you know jc with this hate crime things what is my constant what is my constant message what is a hate crime what is a hate crime? there is no such thing right. as a hate so, crime these are sentence enhancements and and so nadler is going to to help us with this jesus willing we welcome everyone to today's hearing on hate crimes and the rise of white nationalism I will now recognize myself for an opening statement. Today, the Judiciary Committee will hold a hearing that I wish we did not have to conduct, but which is sadly necessary to examine an urgent crisis in our country. We will consider issues relating to hate crimes and the rise of white nationalism. This topic goes to the heart of our country's longstanding struggle to carry out what the preamble to our Constitution says it is designed to do, to form a, a more perfect union. Now, JC, what I find is very interesting here is I'm, I'm wondering, is Nadler implying that there is a power that exists in that clause, the more perfect union? You see, he's saying, why, are, why do we have authority over hate crimes? Because the preamble to the Constitution says we're here to create a more perfect union. Yeah, I think they do see, I mean, these these interventionist expansion, expansionist uh, do see powers in, in that clause. The I mean, more the perfect we, union. Yeah. We, have to, we have to control people's thoughts and control people's behavior because we're trying to create the more perfect union. Not, not the union of states, but the union of people, right? So we're going to get down to the people's lives. That's how that works. And that occurred to me when they said, it was like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? The more perfect union is now an enumerated power yeah, so for the federal government. Yeah, in a sense, it's, I think more accurately, so it's not a power in itself. It's a justification 
mm-hmm. for unlimited power. I right. Mean, because, oh, obvi- there you go. because obviously that has no definition. It's, I know. <laughs> since it's not a specified enumerated power, like you do this thing or don't do this thing. It, it's not that. It's, it's just a description. So that's how these guys, how, how these interventionist expansionists approach the Constitution. Right. They seek out these things that they call clauses. And the clauses are not are not powers. They're justifications for the lack of restraint on power or, or even the lack of definition. Like you're not allowed to define me and I don't have to define what I'm doing. I just need this justification that says I can do whatever is necessary. And, you know, I think this is the result of good intent, right? Because I don't know if you remember, there were many years ago, uh, there was a legislative push that every law must now contain a clause in the Constitution that justifies our ability to do this. And so now they have gotten into the habit because they didn't (laughs) change anything about what they did. They just searched the context to find justifications. And so now we have... Why those kind of laws, oh. That's why those kind of things don't work. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what you say all the time. When it, come, when it comes down to it, it's the people. Like the Constitution doesn't give you rights, nor does it enforce your rights. That has to happen through action. It doesn't enforce of, the limitations on government right. either. It has to happen through people. Now, clearly you have to have a rule of law and something to point to that that undergirds that Mm -hmm. action. Right. Right. Which is why the constitution is written and not just some, some agreement that we made with some people when we started off. Yeah. But you know, the notion and not, not to, of course we make these people mad anyway, not to offend, you know, all the people that want all these magic amendments, but just because you write some other amendment Mm -hmm. and add it to the constitution, is not going to magically fix anything. So it's the same thing about these laws. Well, we made a law that said they had to they had to cite what part of the Constitution. Okay, good. So now they are, but they're not citing it correctly. Just like they're not going to follow your new amendment correctly, it doesn't get to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the people, and then of course we get to the when it ultimately comes down to the people when everything fails. You know that goes to the Second Amendment. The whole point of why you know, we retain that right when the government becomes so tyrannical and peaceful means uh, extinguish themselves, Mm -hmm. then that's what we're left with. So that's what you try to prevent. That's when we try to appeal to knowledge. We try to appeal to character. But that to me is what the problem here in this hearing is what was on display, particularly with the Democrats, Nadler and and Lou, I guess his name and and and, and JJ or whatever her name is. The complete, Jay, I forget, I forget. Yeah, complete I, I written down here. lack of character. That's right. why this stuff fails. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what Adam said. If you're not a religious and moral people, and not, not, not religious in the sense that you have to follow some mandated religion or whatever, but you know, the idea that you have to have some system of morality, right, right. Uh, of higher morality that you, that you adhere to these. So what was on display to me when you saw Nadler's behavior and these other Democrats' comments, was a complete lack of character and morality. 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we have. Well, and you you sort of chuckled in the beginning when he said, we're having a hearing I hate to have to have. Yeah, which is like, a lie. That's a lie. Which is a lie. They didn't have to have this hearing. No. This is not a power for the federal government to begin with. They well, did not have to have this hearing. And he goes on to say in his opening statement that they didn't have these hearings before when the Republicans were in charge. And that's part of the problem with society because so, they didn't have this hearing. And when you watch the hearings, how you know it's a that what he said is a lie or just or just uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, he's just trying to say something nice mm -hmm. uh, and because of the occasion, it's mm -hmm. violence, blah, blah, blah. But, but Jayapal is her name. I just found her written down, Jayapal. But, but they want to have the hearing because yeah. as we watch it, we'll get into, you'll see that it is a, in general, a hit piece, uh, you know, an occasion to target the president yeah. in general and, and target... Candace Owens oh, in in her group in particular, and I think more broadly, black conservatives. So yeah. so there's no way he doesn't want to have this hearing and, when you and understand And white those. conservatives too, because yeah. the whole thing is about white people, white conservative right wing hating black people and Muslims. Yeah. I mean, they even go out of their way. Uh, Nadler goes out of his way in the hearing to completely shun the guy who represents the Jewish community. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Now I just want to tell everybody, this is a four-hour hearing. We are not going to make it through the whole thing, but I'm going to post it on the show notes because I want everybody to take the time to at least scan through this and watch it. It is a very, very important message that we need to hear. Now, we are hearing from Nadler and from Collins first, and I want to go back to what we have here with Nadler because he's going to touch on this thing, this problem that I have with hate crimes. Incidents target victims based on their actual or perceived race, religion, sex, sexual orientation, or other immutable characteristics. Some of these incidents may be crimes, and some are not. But all of them harm not only individuals, but also our communities, and ultimately, our entire nation. Unfortunately, various statistics confirm what most of us have observed, that hate incidents are increasing in the United States. Now, I want to mention, JC, that he uses the term what? Immutable. Hate incidents. Yeah, hate incidents. Hate incidents, not hate crimes, hate incidents. And then he conflates hate incidents with hate crimes because you can't actually say the hate crimes because there is no such thing as a hate crime. A hate crime, what we call a hate crime, is actually a sentence enhancement for actual crimes where the prosecutor wants to prosecute you for what you're thinking while you're committing the crime. Are so, you committing this crime against a protected class of people? So let's, uh, that's a great clarification. You say that, I've heard you say that often. So to be clear, so the crime, like someone commits a crime of murder or battery, right? That's the crime. Right. And when they get through proving, right, the prosecution proves they're guilty of that crime, then what these guys are referring to, these uh, th these statutes mm -hmm. that they're referring to as hate crime 
statutes are sentence enhancements. So right. you're, you're guilty of murder, you're guilty of uh, battery, and then because of the hate crime statute, Okay, this is this is uh, you know a more stringent sentence. Well, and the prosecution like has to prove throughout the trial that your mental motivation was directed at a protected class. So when you say there's no such thing as a hate crime, that's mm -hmm. what you're saying. So right. there's no there's no statute that makes a, hate a crime. That makes hate a crime, which is why he has to say hate incidents, and he actually clarifies some are crimes, some are not. And that's the thing that really sort of flicked the light bulbs on in my head, the intention of these people. And if you watch the entire hearing, the, what, when you get past all the political uh, flame throwing, you get down to the bottom line here. The purpose of this hearing is to establish the necessity in the minds of the people and the justification in the authority of Congress to take control of the internet, to take control of social media, and to take control of anything that will allow them to censor the speech of the American, even rallies. Nadler will talk about how the rallies remind us that hatred is alive in America. So I'm telling you, they're setting up a platform here for complete censor power by Congress itself. And that's, that's what this is all about, because that's yeah, why yeah, they the have the experts that they have. Yeah, the focus was like a lot of the focus was about online. It was all online. online yeah, because online. they had so a Google, they had a Google expert there and they had a YouTube expert there. Facebook. And, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Facebook and, and YouTube. YouTube and Google. Well, YouTube right. is Google. Yeah, there right. Was, so there's Facebook guy. It was interesting. The Facebook guy, Mr. Potts, I uh -huh. think his name. Yeah, yeah. That's and he's a, he's a Marine, a former Marine. Military Marine, intelligence. Ground intelligence officer. I know. I didn't know if I was going to. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh my no, goodness! And the, in the Facebook, he's the platform. Uh, he's the guy that that creates all the policy for platform censorship. Right. Now, what was fascinating listening to him at one point, and I didn't listen to every single everything everybody said. I no, fast forward through some. Yeah, so I did but, too. But with him in particular, um, it, it was really my mind. You know, the wheels went turning when he said, "We have, we now have thirty thousand people." in the you know safety security whatever all this thing this is really kind of an intelligence division of facebook yeah and he and he, and he described as being filled with law enforcement mm -hmm. military intelligence mm -hmm. i mean it's a real it was bizarre it was like a private Scary. private it was like one of these private intelligence firms collection yeah. firms yeah absolutely so when we get back from the break we're going to hear some more from nadler we're going to hear from collins and we're going to tell you a little bit more i'm hoping we'll move a little bit more quickly on the other side because there's just so much to talk about but i want you to understand the whole purpose of this committee meeting is to do nothing but establish censorship in america Again, men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry can't learn the easy way you'll learn the hard way chris and hall she's liberty's lobbyist
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We're going to jump right in here. We're going to hear from Nadler. Remember, he can't say hate crimes. He has to say hate incidents because now we're going to draw things into the congressional purview and congressional power that are not crimes at all. Not to mention the fact that Congress has no business being involved in this kind of criminal activity. But now we're going to draw in uh, things that are not crimes at all. Oh, come on. Oh, see, why does this have to happen? <laughs> we seized up here a little bit. Let me see if I can get this this going. But anyway, um, Nadler will continue. Remember he said about the more perfect union and that hate incidents. He will say that the rallies reminds us of the threat on all Abrahamic religions. I'm not even quite sure what that means, all Abrahamic religions. And then he goes into a tirade about how leadership and that uh, he rants on how Trump and the other party did not hold hearings. And then what you hear from Collins is this, um, this understanding then that we are, are, he says, I am grateful for the Republican witnesses. I am grateful for the Democrat witnesses. And I, I just want to know, how is that even possible if we're not supposed to have a political bias here, right? How is it that we have Democrat witnesses and Republican witnesses uh, identified in title by by the minority uh, leader there, yeah. and and then later on you'll remember in the hearing they go on and on. I mean, even uh, what's her face, uh, Jay Paula goes on about how Jay Pals goes on about how uh, we shouldn't have these people in their politics wanting 15 minutes of fame and it should be and they go on and on about being apolitical you've got this guy Ciceline the democrat from republic uh, uh, from Rhode Island that goes on a complete and total tirade against um Candace Owen says that he regrets that some people have hijacked this uh, important he congressional hearing to make it political. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was she was just telling the truth. I, mm -hmm. It's funny as I, I watched her because we always complain about, you know, we've, we've commented mm -hmm. about how people answer right. and, and how, you know, they're, they give deference to these guys and they try to be diplomatic. And, mm -hmm. and you know, we talk about what we would say and how we would say it right, if exactly. asked these questions. And that's what I heard from Candace. I kept I was I kept thinking, I'm listening to her, I'm thinking, that's how Chris Ann would be answering these things. I mean she, <laughs> well, thank you. she, she was on was, ball, man. She was just blasting them. She and, was and absolutely them. She, blasting she, she didn't pull no punches. And so they didn't like that. And and that was the thing. So this is what's funny. And if you I think there's an article in the Atlantic, a good article about because I should say the pretense for this hearing was the New Zealand shooting. Okay. Right. And Lou and whatever you say her name is, Jay. Jayapal. Jayapal. They did, they asked a very telling question. Mm -hmm. Okay. They, they are asking, 
because they said basically the minority chooses the witnesses. They choose who right. comes to testify. Right. So everybody on that panel was chosen by the Democrats to be there. And well, so, like not a, well, no, no, not no, listen, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, no, they control who comes. They control who the witnesses. She are. said the minority did, which means the minority Republicans got to choose two of the witnesses. Okay, so but they but the 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 Democrats control who comes. Uh -huh. Okay, and so they because the one guy asked Lou asked why would we allow Candace Owens to come? Well, right. I thought that was a very telling question. Mm -hmm. Why would you? allow her to come right and so the answer is very obvious because mm -hmm. this you wanted her to be there right because she's a threat and you want to take her down because if it weren't a political hit you wouldn't right. have her there right right exactly but the funny thing is what i was going to mention you go to the atlantic and it talks about this manifesto that the new zealand shooter left and it's mm -hmm. a total troll right mm-hmm and in the Congress, so like he was actually a a, a liberal trying to no, well, not necessarily a liberal, okay. but it was just it's so they have a word for it. It's called bleep trolling, crap trolling. Yeah, right. Where uh -huh. you just you put absurd stuff just to mock whoever, like whoever the audience is not in on the joke, and they mm -hmm. don't realize they're being had, and you mm -hmm. say stuff, and they take it literally. Okay, so right. that's what this right. guy did. Like, so he he basically brags on Candace Owens. He says, you know, she taught me uh, that, that uh, you know, uh, abandon meekness for strength or whatever. Right, right, So right. he's trolling the audience and Congress because they want a convenient way to take her down and, and, to, and to attack the service. They fall for it. They're so stupid. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, the guy blames the YouTuber PewDiePie. He also blames the game Fortnite. I mean, he gives all this stuff credit for why he did the shooting. Mm -hmm. You don't see them having hearings about the YouTuber PewDiePie. You don't see hearings in regards to New Zealand shooting about Fortnite. And, and there was another game that he named. Okay, so he's obviously trolling them. And they're so right. stupid and so blinded by political partisanship that they actually fall for it and make themselves look like idiots or reveal themselves to be obvious partisan hacks well so um, it's totally if you understand what's going on right. in, in his manifesto you realize how you how blatantly idiotic these are these guys are and how blatantly partisan they are well the opening statement um by the committee chairman uh immediately attacked candace owens for even being there yeah. and, and i i actually didn't recognize Trump the attack on Candace because she wasn't identified until I listened to the whole hearing yep. and connected all the dots. And he said, and we've invited here today people who are openly associated with purveyors of hate. Yep. And I'm just crazy. You know what I found amusing? Sitting right next to Candace Owens is a lady named Kristen Clark. And she's one of these uh, civil rights lawyers. Yep. She's also a black woman. Did you happen to watch her facial expressions when Candace Owens was talking? She had, yeah, her face was, she, oh my well, goodness, she was, she was upset. so she, angry. Yeah, and, and Candace kind of, you know, she was talking about how this, how it's overblown and mm -hmm. it's, 
Right, I, because I, that I was her paycheck. Yeah, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Maybe overblown is not the good character racing, but but she's making the comparison how these guys are all freaking out about white nationalism and right. all this stuff. But look at the stuff that they're ignoring, and she right. c- cites all these examples of about, political of, of political hate incidents. Not even that, but even pro life hate. Yeah, and and you know the, the religious hate. So yeah, so then she she talked about, you know, in the context mm-hmm. of speaking to the black community, she said, I want to talk about, you know, not this stuff mm-hmm. that the whole purpose is to, is to perpetrate hate, but I want to talk about quote, real issues that affect oh, that the really black community. Ticked her and off. so then when Clark came back in her prepared speech, she emphasized real and you saw her kind yeah. of shoot a side look at, mm-hmm. at uh, Candace and saying, this is a real problem you mm-hmm. know so she definitely got under the skin of every progressive in that chamber so i want to talk a little since we're on this topic of experts right i want to talk a little bit more about the experts that they had chosen and uh obviously the democrats because remember um the uh de- the republican guy said we're happy for our democrat witnesses we're happy for our republican witnesses yeah. So obviously a witness here chosen by the Democrats is a woman named Eva Patterson from the Equal Justice Society. And I don't she know. She bothered me the most. I, I bet she did, JC. I bet it she was, did. It was disgusting. It was absolutely awful. She said, Thomas Jefferson, quote, she says, and Thomas Jefferson said, my people had no tenderness and love, no intellectual, they were intellectually inferior and physically unattractive. And, and thus began. Okay, that's what she said. And she then said, she says, since the beginning, through our Constitution. Oh, yeah, she said, well, thus began the narrative. Of white supremacy. Of white so supremacy. Thomas Jefferson started the narrative, narrative. of white You're supremacy. You're right, right. And then she went through just In this. a document that he wrote after yeah. the Constitution. So then she went through this really, I mean, I don't even know what to call it, distorted cherry-picking uh, version of history, mm-hmm. just everything's racist, everything's Listen white. to what so she said. Was... You, this is what really got me. She said, since, referring to America, she said, since the beginning, through our Constitution, our founders knowingly and conscientiously embraced slavery and white supremacy. Yeah, so it was... And she had congressmen quoting her later, and this Kristen, uh, what's her Clark is like, oh, well, we thank you for, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh my goodness. And you know what this Eva Patterson, I don't know if you caught it. She's actually a civil rights attorney as well. She no, went I, to law school and I she's listen. quoting some law professor. Yeah, in no, this. I listened very closely because she went, she, you know, went out of her way about being a Texan and, and a Christian. Yeah. And then, you know, and she was very, uh, very sort of tender and genteel as she began. I come in peace, she yeah, says. <laughs> very, and, and, and so I was just listening and she said, you know, I'm a Christian, whatever. And I thought, okay, this this is ref- a refreshing kind of tone. Mm-hmm. And then she lit into what amounted to lie after lie, lie after, after lie. lie. Yeah, and absolutely. I was stunned. She, she you know, absolutely. prefaces this with I'm a Christian and and tries to sort of position herself above the fray and it was unbelievable and so i i'm you know i don't want to i say it's a lie because it's false i should say falsehood maybe a lie implies intent but this was the question in my head 
and I actually posted this on my Facebook page because I'm interested in knowing, is, is she spouting this because that's what she's been taught and she actually believes it's true? And I, so I wonder, in the black community, it's one of the reasons we devised, mm -hmm. you know, the more than victims presentation. Right. Does, is this the typical view in the black community of this is American history? Because what she spouted off, I think, you know, a lot of people believe that's true. And it was just lie after or falsehood after falsehood after falsehood. It was unreal. I just I can't get over the attack on Candace Owens. Um, the uh, we have Congressman. Uh, Ciceline, the Democrat from Rhode Island, calls her despicable. Yeah. I mean, actually calls her despicable from 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 this platform. And Chairman Nadler says nothing. And mm -hmm. then Candace Owen, after Lou plays a, a, a piece of a clip where he distorts what she says, she says, you must think black people are stupid. Then Nadler jumped on her. Right. Welcome back to <laughs> Sorry, jumped a gun there a little bit. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I was really impressed by Candace Owens. She was very, very impressive to me. The way she held her composure and the way that she articulated herself in in the face of what was clearly directed, pointed, and orchestrated attacks. Because you knew she she they knew she was gonna be there. They scripted the her their attacks. Because you have uh Congressman Lou there, the Democrat from California who plays this this cherry picking clip about Candace and uh describing how Hitler uh, you know, if Hit Hitler's role in Germany's history, but then completely eliminates the entire part where she calls Hitler a, a psychopath. A yeah. So she was making you know, a, she was making a point about the word the term nationalism. nationalism. And we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. How uh, how you know so people in the conservative movement, some conservatives interpret that that term nationalism be, meaning pride for your nation uh -huh. wanting to make your nation better that sort of thing so now th that's not necessarily the full connotation of what people mean by nationalism so so that's one of the problems mm -hmm. people associate when you say nationalism so the labels have no meaning anymore right so when you say nationalism that includes you know the, the nazi movement and this and everything that goes with it because they you know, they were nationalists to some extent, but they were nationalist socialists also. So she was making this distinction about the use of terms and that sort of thing. So right. she, she said, hypothetically, you know, if you're a nationalist, you know, if, if hypothetically all Hitler wanted to do was make his country uh, great and, and, and that sort of thing and, and prosperous, whatever, she said, then fine. So... But that's not all he wanted to do. So, right. So she, she, and then she goes on to talk about how he he's he's a sociopathic yeah, serial he, he killer. But they took that where she's trying to explain the the idea of 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 this uh, understanding of what nationalism means to her and, mm -hmm. and to people who who are you know saying this and, mm -hmm. and trying to compare that versus globalism. He took that and distorted it. And, and by the way, so did the ADL and distorted uh -huh. it as a as an endorsement 
of Hitler. No, they actually said that at this hearing. I can't believe that we have someone here that would legitimize Hitler. Yeah. Those are the words that they used. So, so you have either uh, stupidity, and, and I don't think that's the case with Lou and these, and these Democrats and the politicians. I don't think that's the case, nor with the media. Um, or dishonesty, which I think that's what it is. So I he, think it's he dis- I think it's greater than dishonesty. I think that it's it's directed deception. Yeah, it, it, that, it is. Dishonesty is just right. it, I, I don't yeah, think it's that covers. Deception. Yeah. It is intentional deception, and and the stupidity comes in with the people the people who are too lazy, uh, and they, and they just swallow this as. So I want to get back before we get to the end here to the whole purpose of this hearing. And I'm telling you, they didn't come out and say this, but you can you can see this. The The whole primary purpose of this hearing, other than to sow dissent. Yeah, because it had multi-pronged purpose. But the primary purpose is to establish a power for Congress to establish the need for the power in the minds of the people, the justification for the power to completely censor. And I want to control speech. Control speech. We have Cedric Richmond, who is a Democrat from Louisiana, who says, after all, you're not allowed to spew hate in your basement or or you don't get to yell hate in a crowded theater. That's what he said. You don't get to yell hate in a crowded theater or spew hate in your basement because it allows you anonymity. Uh-huh. So I think that's really telling. Now, you all know that you it's not against the law to shout fire in a crowded theater. He was making a forced metaphor there. It's not against the law to shell hate in a crowded theater. But notice how he said, or spew it from your basement because it gives you anonymity. We could probably do two shows on this. But I want yeah, to go listen to listen to the uh, uh, hearing. I think you should link it when you post, I am. I'm going to put it on the, the post notes. Radio show. But I think the most telling, I want to say this before we get out of here, most telling is when they talked about WhatsApp and you talked about controlling what's sent through WhatsApp. Now, mm-hmm. if you think about WhatsApp, that's just a messaging uh, service, right? It's how you communicate person to person. Right. So it's just right. like your text message on your phone. Yeah. So if they want to control what a person can send through WhatsApp, then, then that has to apply to what this you can is, say on your phone, yeah. what you can text this is phone. what your experts said, told them. We need to ban Daner dangerous ideologies. This is what the lawyer clerks and Clarks, Kirsten Clark said. We need our government to do its part. We need a national commission. We need a tax force, task force. We need counterinsurgency on and social media controls. We need a clearinghouse in the federal government for all data collected through social media. There you have the purpose of this hearing. 1984, George Orwell, Ministry of Truth.